We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DBTPFL. It's Tuesday. It's February 16th. It's 2021, and we have six NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. We are presented by Monkey Knife Fight. If you guys haven't checked them out, they are the fastest growing single player DFS site out there. Make sure you guys give them a shout. They the comments, um, the section, comment section of the podcast description will have uh, the link and everything that you guys can join. Get 100% deposit bonus up to $50 on your first deposit over there on Monkey Knife Fights. Um, joined today by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. Another week, another uh, slate of NBA games. I, uh, If things don't turn my way, it's going to be a rough Monday, uh, but... But uh, I, you know, I've got some some things in the works. But excited to come on with you, man. Uh, looks like we got a bevy of injury news already. So uh, let's get this thing crack a lacking. Lot to talk about. Um, you ain't lying. Lot to talk about on this slate, and you know, it's it's fun. Um, I haven't played NBA in in a few days because of the Daytona 500 and the NASCAR stuff. So 
I'm definitely excited to jump on with you, go over this slate and get back on the NBA grind. Um, so let's get into it. We start with, uh, we, okay. So first of all, we're recording, um, night before, like we always do first look like we always do. Um, but there's no totals or anything out yet. So, um, we're kind of going blind as far as like that goes. And like that never, that never hurts my feelings on first looks. Um, I want to, I want to give like a first look of the game anyway. So like, I'm not too worried about it. We get started with Denver at Boston. Like you said, a lot of injury news that we're going to be looking at here on this slate. Uh, Barton's out. Dozier's out. Harris is out. Millsap's out. Morris is questionable. So right off the gate. Um, And then on the Boston side of things, Smart is out and Daniel Tice um, is questionable. Um, Will, break down this this Denver news, man. Like we're we're looking at like Jamal Murray playing the whole um, 48 minutes in this game, right? <laughs> man, if he doesn't play all 48, it's going to be close. Uh, at 7,200, I mean, he feels like a steal um, at this price. I mean, I think I think everybody's going to be on Mark, Michael Porter Jr. And really – they're going to have to play him too. He played 30 minutes against the Lakers the other day, shot three for 11, which was 27%, one of seven from three, which is 14%, uh, had eight points, you know, three rebounds, one assist, two blocks, four personal fouls. Uh, just did not have a great outing. I mean, I, but if he's going to get 30, I mean, it, the thing is, I think he gets 35 minutes in this spot. I mean, with, uh, you know, with Paul Millsap out, I mean, Michael Green's probably going to get more minutes. Uh, he could play 25 minutes here. So th- this team has got some immense value. But I think, you know, bottom line is Jokic is going to be got called on to do everything or, or most things. So I, I like him as well. I think this is an easy spot for, for Jokic to get 60 as long as, you know, they can keep it competitive. And you know, all that depth that we've talked about with Denver is, you know, they're about to get tested here with Murray, um, you know, Hampton, Compazzo, uh, Howard. These guys are going to probably play some minutes. Porter Jr., Jamichael Green, like they've still got an NBA squad. So I like them here. Yeah, like Compazzo um, and Hampton are, are super interesting for tournaments. If Morris gets ruled out, um, I think obviously we're going to be waiting to see kind of what the the Monte Morris news is but listen this is a spot that Jokic, Porter Jr., Murray they're going to play a ton of minutes if this game is competitive. Um so you have to in the DFS space really like this and then you have to like the value if Monte Morris is out just because like what nine bodies um if that so you know, it's just one of those spots where I think, you know, you're going to see a ton of minutes kind of in this one. And, you know, this is a spot I think we're definitely going to be um, looking at. So what do you like here on um, the Boston side of things? Yeah, I mean, I guess it feels like we should, you know, like some of these guys if, if we're going to play Denver. But uh, I think Brown at 78 still feels OK. Uh, Tatum at 87 still feels, you know, I guess just okay. Um, but I don't feel like they're must plays. Hopefully that makes sense for everyone. I don't think they're must plays. I think they're okay given the situation. Um, you know, Tristan Thompson at 3,900. Man, if you would have told me Tristan Thompson was going to be 3,900, you know, for parts of the season, man, I'd be extremely excited. If Daniel Tice is out, like I think that'll make me uh, more excited about Tristan Thompson at 3,900. 
and and probably a little bit of Robert Williams as well. But I I, I don't feel like anybody on Boston is a must play. I, I think they're fine plays, but not not anyone I have to get into my lineups. I think the the thing that like makes them you know somewhat interesting here is just more of the fact that like these guys are out on the Denver side and people are going to be loading up on Denver when not running it back with Boston. And then like for GPPs, like I think that's what like makes Boston, you know, somewhat interesting in this spot. So, um, you know, what, what are your like, right? Like that, that's what we should be looking at. If we're looking at Boston, like, yeah, none of them are like amazing, but you know, they're, they're definitely in play. Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, they're good plays. Don't feel like they're great. I think I think the run back factor is what keeps these guys in contention. Um, New Orleans at Memphis. No injury report out for this game yet. Um, you know, obviously, I think Triple J, Melton, these guys are going to probably be out. Bane, um, what are you looking at here on the New Orleans side? Honestly, I, you know, I, I didn't think I was going to say this much just much this year. He's not a guy that I've played a lot. And, and yeah, he may be priced up somewhat. I think Zion's in play today. I, I, I feel like the production is starting to get dialed up a little bit. Like I'm looking at this, this game log and I, I, I think a big, I think a big game is coming and yeah, he's hovering around 44 fantasy points, you know, most of the time 40, but I think he's a guy that that's a good tournament play today. Uh, you know, Eric Bledsoe at 5,200, uh, maybe like that's a strong, maybe, but I don't think we'll need him today in terms of the value. Uh, I, I think it's probably Zion or, or bus for me with, with, uh, with new Orleans. I mean, I love Brandon Ingram as a, as a player, but from a fantasy perspective, he's had two big games too. Uh, but I think I prefer Zion. I do feel like Zion has a little bit more upside currently. Yeah. Like, Obviously, Ingram can have big games. So, like, if you're an MME type of player, um, it, it's hard not to just say, like, you know, I'll, I'll have some exposure to him. But overall, I'm with you. Um, I think, like, Zion over Ingram um, is how I would kind of approach this. And, you know, I think, like, if you're playing large field tournaments, if you're playing a bunch of teams, I always think that, like, Lonzo is a guy that, like, you're potentially looking at um, – just for, you know, GPPs as far as, like, that goes. Uh, what do you like here on the Memphis side of things? Yep, yeah, and, um, I mean, can, can I keep playing Valanciunas? Like, you know, uh, with with uh, Mr. Clark back, I, I want to see if he's going to maybe get some minutes. You know, Clark was back the other day, played 22 minutes, and JV did kind of take a dip, uh, but they were kind of winning that game handily, I think, so uh, not really too worried about it. Kyle Anderson is – you know, become kind of a fantasy stud here. He's been really been putting on some really good fantasy performances, but I think the price has caught up with him on uh, on DK for sure. Now, you know, and FanDuel in this particular case. So I don't feel like he's, he's someone I'm going to have to play here. Uh, job, man, at 75. I know I know we're waiting on these one of these big games, and ironically, he got over 40 against the Lakers, was right back down to 31 against Sacramento. But like I said, I think – they were winning that game pretty handily, you know, in the third and going into the fourth quarter. But I think we see if we can get John, you know, mid thirties range, if a game is competitive, he's going to get there. And so I'm hoping that this is one of those games where it stays competitive. And I think we'll see him push 35 minutes. So he's for sure going to be someone I've got interest in. 
Yeah, like, so the thing... Listen, Morant's going to go off because I'm about to say that I'm not going to play him today, and I have a lot whoa. more interest in, like... Whoa, Steve, you don't do it, man. Listen, I know, he, like, he's shooting 38% from the field the past couple of games. Like, he's taking almost 20 shots. The shot attempts are there. Uh, I mean, if he, I mean, he, look, he's been in the mid thirties, and listen, listen to this, Steve. I'm, and I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, man. L- listen to these games since the sixth of February: five for 35 percent, five for seventeen, twenty-nine percent, six for fourteen, forty-two percent, seven for eighteen, thirty-eight, and seven for eighteen, thirty-eight. And this is the same situation Kelly Oubre was in earlier this year. And remember, we said all he has to do is start knocking down shots, and he's going to start crushing. And that's what happened. Uh, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to talk you back off the ledge to stay on board with uh, John Moran. If, if he gets to 50% shooting in any of these games, he's he's going to be pushing 40 40 plus fantasy points. All right, I've stayed, I've made my case. <laughs> like the double double upside there is there as well. Like <laughs> I, I hear you, man. It's just ah, uh, like. At what point do we just give up? (laughs) (laughs) At what point do we just give up? Um, Oh, gosh. I get it, man. I I so get it. um, So, yeah, man, I think Valentinus is a guy that, you know, you can definitely continue to play. His price is catching up a little bit, but this is a guy that, that, he played 26 minutes the other night and crushed. Like if he can, if he can get a competitive game, which this game should be pretty competitive. Um, you know, he should be a guy that just, you know, continues to crush um, just so many injuries right now. Uh, Toronto at Milwaukee, no total in this game. Um, Drew is out and OG is questionable. Let's start with Toronto. Uh, what do we like here for the Raptors? Uh, I would like for, Andre Drummond to go to the Raptors so they can free Chris Boucher and maybe he goes or no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I think this is a, this is an okay game for, for them, man. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if they're going to keep this game competitive enough to stay in it. They haven't been playing great uh, for most of the year, most of the year, you know, they have some games. Um, I, I just think everybody's kind of priced appropriately. Like I always think you can play Kyle Lowry when he's in this low seven K range, like, you know, so I think he's in play, um, you know, Chris Boucher, like, see, it, it, here's the thing. Minutes were back down to, you know, 18 minutes in a Minnesota game. So I don't, I, now, now he's 6,600 and you don't know what they're going to do. Um, I think he's just going to be a tournament flyer every game pretty much because you have no clue how they're going to handle it. Van Vliet at 82. Don't really like that price in this spot. I think it's just Kyle Lowry for me. Yeah. And like we, we're going to have a lot of guards to play on this slate too um, that are going to be available. You know, we're going to get into some games where we're going to like some guards um, coming up. So I don't love Lowry. Um, I, I like the price and I completely understand what you're saying. And, you know, you look at the last three games over 35 fantasy points, 35 fantasy points at 7,500 is not 7,400 is not going to kill you. Um, played 37 minutes, put up 34 fantasy points the first time these two teams met. So he's, he, he's a guy that like, always oh, is not going to kill me, but does he have the ceiling to win me a tournament on a six game slate? And I think that is always what you're wondering about like Kyle Lowry, like 
once a month. Are you gonna are you gonna strike gold this 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 for his once a month? <laughs> um, I mean, he, he, he could get. The, well, the thing for me is Drew isn't playing. Like if Drew was playing, Kyle Lowry would just be off the list pretty much. But you know, with Drew still being out, I, I don't mind taking a shot at him here. I mean, if he gets to forty five. Like he could definitely help you win a tournament if he hits 45 fantasy points, which he is capable of, but you are going to get it like, you know, two or three times a month, not like every time. Um, Let's talk the bucks here. You know, you already kind of mentioned Drew's out um, like Middleton's 8k. You know, this is a guy that we've talked about a lot, you know, with Drew out the last couple of games, he hasn't been handling the ball as much um for this team like we've seen um di vincenzo handling the ball a little bit more and like even like brian forbes and old man dj augustine um what are we looking at here (laughs) what are we looking at here with the bucks it's probably just Giannis and middleton i think i think uh I, and I'm, I'm not a hedge type guy, right? That's not what I'm saying. I think you can play Giannis and Middleton. And I think even if this game blows out, they could still get there. But we've talked about this on the, on the pod, I think, you know, several times. If you feel like the game is going to blow out, then, you know, Bobby Portis is always your guy. Like when he gets 20 something minutes, Stevie, we've seen it. The guy just goes nuts. Uh, you know, we saw it in OKC. And, and in fact, that was actually a tight game. He played 28 minutes, put up 35 fantasy points. Like he gets 25 minutes, Stevie. I mean, we're, we've pretty much struck goal. I like Bobby Portis today at 5,100. All right. Listen, I, I can get behind Bobby Portis. He's always a guy that I like to play. And like Toronto is going to play Boucher and these guys. So like, you know, Portis is always a guy that can be used in minutes where like teams are, play a little bit bigger. So I can get behind that. Will. there we go. I didn't think I was going to like anybody from Milwaukee, but you talked me onto it. So when they, when they stink, I'll text you and tell you how much they stink. Um, LA at Minnesota taking on the Timberwolves here. Um, so we know Anthony Davis is out. We know D'Angelo Russell's out. We know Culver's Ooh. out. Um, Anthony Davis, man, this is big news. Like two to three weeks before they're going to even reevaluate him. And, um, and they need to, Steve. If they got any kind of title hopes, Look, LeBron can get them through, you know, LeBron can keep this team afloat at probably 500. And he comes back if he's fully healthy, like they can probably still make some noise in the playoffs. Like I, this is probably the best thing for them to do. If, in my opinion, just hold him out and quit running him out. Um, so let's start with the Lakers, man. Like we can look at all the stats, right? Like we all can pull up court IQ and we can look at, you know, Anthony Davis off the floor and, you know, all be on like the same page as far as like that goes. But will the thing that's interesting to me here is like, all right, now we're going to have an extended period of time that he's going to be out. So are we going to see them like switch up a rotation or two or not? Like, I think that is what we're going to have to be paying attention to because like we know Harold bump Kuzma bump, um, Morris potentially a bump just in general with Davis out. So tell me what you're thinking here. Um, when it comes to the Lakers, like Kyle Kuzma, like he started the second half when um, Anthony Davis left the game against, uh, was it Phoenix the other night? So what are we looking at here when it comes to the Lakers? Well, what I'm looking at is, man, these guys are priced appropriately. And I mean, I do no feel doubt. Like I can- Great job. Like no I- doubt. You, I should have started with that. Great job. Like, 
Yeah, I do feel like I can get still get behind Dennis Schroeder. I know the fantasy production has been feels like it's been awful, right? But look, man, at fifty nine hundred, I'm still willing to take a shot on him. Uh, KCP, I, I don't mind KCP in this spot. Let me say why I'm bringing up some of these random names, Stevie. Minnesota's defense is terrible, terrible. Like they they're awful. But even though this defense is awful taking away one of your primary guys in AD. We've seen LeBron play without AD for a season, Stevie. And believe it or not, the team was pretty similar. Like they had uh, they had JaVale McGee, I think, at that time. They still had Kuzma. Um, they, they didn't have Schroeder, obviously. Um, I, th- I think Lou Will went, uh, no, was he there for a little? No, 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 I don't, I don't think Lou Will was, was there. But either way, we've seen the Lakers play without AD. And if you look at these games without AD, the Lakers have been in what I would consider to be pretty competitive matchups, like not blowing teams out like they were at the beginning of the season. So I – obviously LeBron James is number one. And while Kyle Kuzma is 7K, I, I think I still like him in this matchup against Minnesota because I know that the production is going to be there with ease for this team. Yeah, like – Man, I know Kuzma is a guy like it's sticker shock, right? 7K. But we've seen this guy go for 40 plus fantasy points with OAD. We know how much LeBron likes Kyle Kuzma. Um, just in general, like double double upside. Like this is a guy that's gonna go out and get you rebounds. It's Minnesota, like you've already mentioned. I, I like the guy that I feel like is super interesting for tournaments, and like he's gonna need to play a bigger role in this I offense know, now. I know where you're going. It's Dennis Schroeder, right? You thought I was oh. going to go KCP, but no, it's I Dennis. Thought you were going THT. Oh gosh, Tucker Horton. Um, he Horton played twenty-five Tucker. minutes against Denver. I mean, I know they were kind of getting blown out, but I, I uh... like. I'm going to need to see him do twenty-five minutes in a close game. Now, I'm not ruling him out, um, but I, I, I'm going to need to see him play twenty-five minutes in a close game. I think Markeith is going to be a guy, but I really think Dennis Schroeder's role over the next couple weeks with AD, like, officially out. Like, this isn't, like, always questionable. Yeah. This yeah. is – we're we're practicing with AD off the floor, and we know he's going to be out for two to three weeks, at least, at least. Yeah. So, I think Dennis Schroeder is a guy that, like, he, he can ball, and, and we know he can ball. And it's like, all right, I think he's a guy, like, if you're looking at, like, large field tournaments and stuff that – let's jump ahead of it. Let's jump ahead of it. It's Minnesota. Like, okay, yeah, we can talk Kuzma. We can talk LeBron. But Dennis Schroeder, 5,900, like, let's talk Dennis Schroeder a little bit because I don't think a lot of people are going to be talking about him as much as they should be. Like, 22% usage with AD off the floor, 30 fantasy points per 36. Like, we could see a bump now. Like, a lot of this time is like, all right, like I said, a lot of this time is like, all right, AD is questionable. We don't know, like, we know he's out. We know he's out for two to three weeks, at least. So Dennis Schroeder is a guy that I think is super interesting in this game. This game stays competitive. I, I, you know, I think Lakers games are going to be competitive for the next few weeks. Like this LeBron is great. And he's one of the best all time. You can argue it however you want to argue it. He is one of the best. Nobody can deny that. Um, But these games are going to be a lot closer moving forward. Stevie LeBron is also 36 years old. Takes care of his body. Don't get me wrong, but Got, got a lot of wear and tear on the tires. Has been to the finals probably more than any other player in the past 15 years, I would say. Um, I, I'm with you, man. 
LeBron's going to crush, but he, he LeBron may have to sit some games because he, he's going to be getting used through the roof. Sorry to interrupt again. I know we got to talk. Hey, you're day. good, buddy. Don't say sorry to me. Like we're on the same page. This is we're we're looking at this as like a first look because like this is a huge part of not only this slate, but this is a huge part over the next few weeks to kind of figure the Lakers out. And like you got to shop, right? Like you got to be looking at. All right, is this? Is this like one of those spots where he's cheap on Yahoo and they haven't caught up? Is he cheap on FanDuel? They haven't caught up. Is he cheap on anywhere? Like, is he 2X on Superdraft? Like, you know, you got to be paying attention to that. Yeah, for sure. If you're in a, if you're in a state that you can bet, you got to be looking at, like, even stuff along those lines. Like, it, you know, look yes. at that. So, you know, what are the props for the Lakers tomorrow? Are they high enough? You know, look at player <laughs> props tomorrow. They're, they've probably already been adjusted, you know that. But uh, but are they enough? Like, are yeah, they going to yeah, get? Yeah, is you. Kyle Kuzma, like Kyle Kuzma on the season? This guy is averaging six rebounds. If his props like six and a half or seven, seven and a half, like you take, you, take the over. Yeah, you're taking the over. It's Minnesota, and this guy's already shown that like he's going to get an uptick in rebounds with AD off the floor. So look at props tomorrow too. Uh, hey, there's another team in this game. What are we looking at here with Minnesota? Man, listen, I've been waiting to play Carl Anthony Towns for a while. This price on Carl Anthony Towns, people, 9,300 on DK, 9,500 on FanDuel, a game that actually should be competitive for them. The minutes are there, 34, 31, 32, 33. Look, man, I, I, I like Carl Anthony Towns today, one of my favorite centers on the slate. Uh, I will have massive investment exposure to Carl Anthony Towns. And look, I love Jokic today. Don't get me wrong. I think I, I think Jokic could easily get to a 60. I think Carl Anthony Towns can do the same in a competitive matchup with the Lakers at this price. I mean, we, we, we're used to paying, you know, 10K for, for uh, Cat, 10-1, 10-2, 10-5 in some spots. Cat is down to 9,300. I know he's been out, so I totally get it. But he, he's one of my favorite tournament plays of the day, man. Period. And he should be. Um, Russell's already ruled out. Like, we, we kind of already know where the production's going to be here. Carl Anthony Towns, like, he came back and he just, you know, started to play 30 minutes. And it's not going down. 31, 32, 33. Close competitive game, maybe 34, 35 here. 9,300. The ceiling is there for Carl Anthony Towns. No Anthony Davis. Um, it's going to be a tough, you know, kind of – you know, matchup in general uh, for the Lakers with Carl Anthony Towns here. So, and then like Malik Beasley's been playing great, you know, with D'Angelo Russell off. So I think like, if you want to take some shots on him, probably don't, I don't know if I'd play like him and Carl Anthony Towns together. I don't know if they both can have stealing games um, in the same game. So I think I would kind of limit playing those guys together. I wouldn't go too crazy with that one. Um, you know, McLaughlin, these guys aren't, they're just not playing enough minutes. And, and we, we have like, there's so much potential value in that like Denver game. We're about to get to Portland where half the team is out in that game. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of value. Okay. See, we're waiting on like the injury news for that game. There could be 15 injuries in that game. Um, so moving on, <laughs> well, we got Portland and at OKC and like the injury report. I, had, I just hadn't refreshed it. So the, the injury report's out for this game. Zach yeah, Collins yeah, yeah. is out. Harry Giles is out. Rodney Hood is out. McCollum's out. Nurkic is out. And then on the Oklahoma City side, we know Reese is out. SGA is out. Josh Hall is out. George Hill is out. Malden is out. And Ty Jerome is out. So 
you're you're looking at two teams probably playing eight to ten guys. Um, so there's a plenty of value in this game. It's it's going to be ugly, but it's probably going to be somewhat competitive. Um, let's start with Portland. You know, obviously got Dame, and, and like Dame, you know, he's a usage monster with McCollum off the floor. Um, over 47 fantasy points in five of his last six games. Like, what are we looking at here for Portland? Well, I, I like Robert Covington today. I can, I can tell you that. Uh, you know, Rocco is back to playing big minutes, and I know we've saw we've seen you know some games where he hasn't quite gotten there. But if you look at these games where he's played thirty minutes recently, Stevie, most of them have been over well over thirty fantasy points when he's played. You know, when he's played those minutes. So Rocco is a guy that I really like. Um, you know, Enos Cantor at seven K. I mean, I, I think it's just okay. Like I don't feel like he's a guy that I have to play. He's definitely, I think, you know, on the list. I wish Carmelo Anthony was playing 30 minutes consistently, uh, but, you know, it's kind of – he's kind of playing more in the 20-minute range, so I don't feel like I have to have him. But Dame and uh, and Rocco, like, th- those are my two favorites from Portland for sure. Yeah, like, yeah, those two – those are the two guys. I think – Gary Trent, when he's shooting the ball well at 5,700, like he has a little upside at that price. Um, but like we've seen nights that like he he shoots lights out, puts up 25 actual points and just doesn't do anything else. Like, and, and like, that's one of the reasons that we like Covington. Um, if you guys didn't know who Rocco was, um, it's Robert Covington, just so you guys know. <laughs> good, old, good old Bob Covington. Um, like he's a guy that like he he's involved in defense. So like he's a guy that can get you some steals. He can get some rebounds um, and then he's going to score some too. So yeah, I, I, you know, it, it's a, it's a worn down OKC team. So really like you're not going to talk me off of anybody here on the Portland side of things. Um, you know, if the game's competitive, Mello might get minutes, and he's 5,400. He's cheap. Um, so, yeah, a lot of different ways you can kind of approach this spot uh, with Giles and Hood out. And, like, even Derek Jones Jr. is somewhat interesting at 3,700 because he's going to play minutes here. Um, OKC, no SGA. We, we kind of know what we're doing here. This is, like, this is like the fourth or fifth game that these guys have been out. Check this out. What if I told you the best play from OKC is actually Al Horford? Steve, I caught, it. I, I caught a stat, and I've been playing Al Horford ever since I caught this stat. And I thought it was – I thought my, my eyes were playing tricks on me, but in fact, they were not. The fantasy production has been there. Al Horford is averaging 1.65 fantasy points per minute with all these guys off the court. And then you go and look at the fantasy production, and it's there pretty much every game it's competitive. I mean, 40s, 50s. I think he put up a 60 one of these games. It's been insane. Al Horford is actually one of the best plays on the slate. Not only that, Stevie, he's going to be playing one of the worst defenses on the slate today. Portland is awful, okay? So Horford's in play. I think on, on DraftKings, OKC is the team, especially when I know a lot of people are going to be gravitating towards Denver value because it's like one of the first games. And I do think the Denver value is going to be okay. Don't get me wrong. But I think OKC may be, have even better value. Yeah, Diallo 6,700. I think you need to play him today. Yeah, Lou Dort is 5,400. I think you need to play him today. We've got Josh Jackson at 4,700. You probably need to look at him. You got Kenrich Williams at 53. You, you need to look at him. And, they, and they've got limited bodies as well. And then you look at these performances, Stevie, and what's happening is 
they're all kind of getting there, right? Lou Dort put up 30-plus fantasy points. Josh Jackson put up 30-plus fantasy points in the last game. Al Horford put up 43 fantasy points. This was against Milwaukee, and I think they won the game. This is, I mean, OKC's playing about as good as any team can play with limited bodies. This is actually one of my favorite teams on the slate today, period. It's, it's the Oklahoma City Thunder. And uh, I, I didn't expect that to be the case until I pulled up the slate. You never go into a, a slate, um, oh, I'm going to love this team. So, especially <laughs> with all those guys out. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting. So, man, like, I don't really have a lot to add here. Um, I love the Horford call. Diallo's been playing point guard, like, for yeah, this Diallo's team. 6K on FanDuel, by the way. 6K. Well, I, I wish we were still doing bold calls, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Diallo puts up 40 today. That's my bold call of the day. 40 fantasy points, that is. <laughs> Who can argue that? Um, <laughs> we finish it out with Brooklyn at Phoenix. Uh, it's a back-to-back for Brooklyn. And then on the Phoenix side, um, I think the only guy, like Jalen Smith is with the G League, so. Uh, you know, Brooklyn, it, like I said, it's a back-to-back. Um, we already know Kevin Durant's not going to play for this game. Um, he was ruled out for Monday and Tuesday. I'm guessing we'll see Kyrie and Harden play both games on the back-to-back. I don't think it's too crazy to kind of assume that. Like, they've already – they've played back-to-backs recently. Both of these guys played. Um, so, I would assume both these guys play here. Uh, what are we looking at here on the Brooklyn side of things? Well, I think, you know, you've kind of got to determine, you know, if you want to play Harden or Kyrie. Kyrie's actually very affordable on, on DK at 9,100. FanDuel, Stevie, has actually priced him up. He's 9,900 there, and Harden's 11K. So I think they're already getting ready because, you know, just like them, Kevin Durant's going to be out a little while. So I think they've go, gone ahead and tried to make the adjustment. Uh, I, I think either one of these guys is going to be fine, but I, I really like this price on Kyrie. I don't think he's a must-play but at 9,100, I think this is fantastic for a guy that is capable of hitting a, a ceiling of 60 plus. Uh, same thing for Harden at 10-8. I, I do think Harden's probably going to be uh, the biggest spend up uh, on the slate for me. Like I said, I do like Jokic, uh, but you know Harden's kind of in the same spot. With all the value, you may be able to get them both. Um, but you know we'll just kind of have to have to see how the uh, rest of the slate unfolds. And outside of that, I don't really want to play anybody else from Brooklyn. Those are the two guys. You know, no need to really look at anyone else. Yeah, like Brooklyn's been that way, right? Like you're, you're these are the only two guys you can trust. And like Phoenix is playing great basketball right now. I think they're five and over the last five games, and they're like second in they're well, second in like net rating and stuff. They're been they've been playing like fantastic, like offensive and defensive basketball. So, um, so yeah, I, I think like overall. Harden, Kyrie, Kyrie more than Harden just because of price, but no Durant. Like it's two studs instead of three. Um, and, and like there's enough usage to go around where both these guys can kind of get there. Value wise, I think I'm with you. Um, I don't think like, you know, Bruce Brown, he's like iffy. Joe Harris with like Durant out. I, I don't think Joe Harris is cheap enough. And then like, Jeff Green, like we're not playing Jeff Green. Um, let's go to the Phoenix side of things, Will. Uh, what do you like here for Phoenix? Man, you, listen, Chris Paul is going back to the fountain of youth or something. Like he's been playing fantastic. You know, kind of at the beginning of the year, it felt like 
you kind of had to go one or the other, Paul or Booker. Like, it didn't feel like it could be both. Chris Paul has been playing fantastic. Like, when he gets 30-plus minutes, it's been insane. So, uh, he, he's going to be a favorite of mine on this slate as well. Can't play everybody. For a, you know, for a six-game slate, man, there's a lot of plays today. Uh, Devin Booker at 83, I feel like I can pass at that price. Most slates, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to necessarily pass on that price against Brooklyn now. You know, 8,300, he doesn't seem as likely to make my lit, my player pool as most players. But, you know, when, when you're kind of looking at the Brooklyn Nets, sometimes you just have to overpay for these guys. And then it, when he hits that 50-point ceiling, just thank us later. And, of course, as much as I don't like DeAndre Ayton on most slates, come on, man, 7,100, playing against Brooklyn, he is absolutely <laughs> in play today. Absolutely. Just follow the rule. Whoever oh, in the center yes. is playing Brooklyn on the slate. Like, and not only that, you get Brooklyn on a back-to-back, and you know, like Jeff Green plays a lot of five. Like, I don't know, man. It's it's hard. <laughs> um, it, it's hard not to like the spot. Um, yeah. Um, I think that's it, man. Let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. Uh, favorite play under 5k to go 7x uh, who do you like here man listen there are a lot of guys today seriously uh but let's see oh wait a minute oh my favorite let's go let's go uh josh jackson from okc 4700 yeah i like that one um, I think, I think this guy plays 30 minutes. So I think like the upside is there. I'm going to go Derek Jones jr. Um, yeah, in that like same it. game, I mean, he can easily stand on the side of the court and get five fantasy points too. So, but at 3,700, if he can get you like 21 to 25, you're, you're really solid at that price. Um, Let's go to the bust of the day. Who who don't you like over 8K on the slate? Not a lot of guys, really, but I think I'm just going to side with Brandon Ingram at 8,400. He seems the most likely to bust. Um, Yeah, I like that one. Kind of took my guy. Um, Man, I want to play all these guys outside of Giannis. And, and, it, and it like and it has nothing to do in general with Giannis here. It's more of just like Harden, no Kevin Durant, Jokic, no half of the team, LeBron, no Anthony Davis, <laughs> Lillard against OKC at you know thirteen hundred dollars cheaper than Giannis, Carl Anthony Towns against a non Anthony Davis. Like that's what I'm saying. Like. Yeah, like Anthony Davis, sure, great play, or Giannis, sorry. Um, you know, over 65 fantasy points in you know three straight games, but like he's like like the least likely guy I'm gonna end up on this slate. Yeah. Um favorite six X play. Who do you like here? Look, man, there are a lot of guys that I like today, and uh, you know, but this is gonna be a guy uh that I talked about like him a whole lot more on well, I actually like him on both sides. I'm going Al Horford, man. I, I just did this 1.65 fantasy points per minute with no SGA and, and the other guys out, man. It, it seems real to me. The production's there. Love Al Horford today. I like it, man. Um, I like it. I'm going to go DeAndre Ayton. 
Like uh, two centers here. Oh, man. Like it's just like there's so much meat left on the bone for yes. Aiden here. Like he's eating a tomahawk steak in this match. Like this is the matchup for Aiden. If he doesn't go off in this spot, like he's just not going to go off this year. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? I don't know how weird it's going to be at the end of it all, but I'm going to stay in that same game. There's a theme here. Give me Hamadou Diallo, man. I, I got a feeling he doesn't go that high on today with all the other value we're going to get. He is going to be a staple in my lineups. Hamadou Diallo. In fact, I think I've given you three guys from the Thunder. I think you see where my, my bill's going on this slate. <laughs> I'm not hiding anything from anyone. No, I like it. Um, you know, I don't know how popular this guy is going to be or not. And he, I don't know if I even want to go there. I'm going to go with RJ Hampton. Um, oh, man. That's clean, Stevie. I like it. I like I it. I just don't, like, is he going to be popular? If, if Morris is out, he's got, he's already playing in the 20s anyway, I think. If, with, if Morris is out, Steve, he probably plays 28 minutes again. My goodness. I love it. Give me, give me Campanzo or Hampton. Like I'll take either one of those guys if Morris gets ruled out. So yeah. Um, game select. We're not going to do favor over against the spread. We don't have any lines out. So game selection. Anything standing out to you on Fanduel or DraftKings today? Um, look, man. Well, you weren't on yesterday, so we got to cover it today. Look, this Fanduel same Grinchy series is still going, folks. Hundred dollar. Uh, entry this week uh, looks like you're going to have to compete against a little over a thousand entries just fantastic top of the price today I think was 15k 100k tournament you know not quite 10% of the prize pool but listen the, the, this contest structure is still fantastic and if you have the highest score at the end of the week you get a chance to compete against I think it's five others in the single entry championship and uh, I think think the I can't remember what the top prize is, is it 10k can't remember but either way uh, you, you'll have a shot at some some nice money with a very limited pool. Uh, hop one in there, folks, if you can. This is the juicy price range too. This is the this is yes. the price range. Yes. I hate that I miss Mondays. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm a day behind. <laughs> um, I'm a day behind. But yeah, I think that this is the price range I love. I'm gonna go a little bit further down on DraftKings today. I'm gonna go to the forty dollar mid range jumper. We talk about this tournament all the time. Um, pays twenty five percent of the field. It's a great bankroll building uh, single entry tournament. So, if you are trying to build a bankroll and stuff, I think this is a great tournament um, to learn single entry to how approach it and you know build your bankroll in the same way. So, um, that's it. Will any final thoughts before we get out of here? I am good to go, my brother. Good to go, man. Happy to uh, come on a show with you and hang out a little bit. I mean, we get a few days in a row. Um, me and you'll be working together a bunch this week, so yeah, we, you we guys, get a, a trifecta. They're gonna, <laughs> they're, they're gonna get, they're gonna get sick of hearing us here. So, um, but that's gonna wrap it up here for Tuesday. We'll be back. Will and I will be back Wednesday. Um, that's it. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.